Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Familypreneur podcast. We are in the middle of a really special series of interviews with industry-leading experts who also happen to be speaking at the Become Influential Virtual Summit, June 8th through 12th. Become Influential is a summit I created and hand-selected each amazing speaker for to support busy parents through the process of building profitable businesses without sacrificing family time. If you haven't already gotten your free ticket to the summit, you can grab that at becomeinfluential.com. And now I'm excited to introduce you to Bobby Bainey and talk about engaging and delighting your audience with Instagram stories. Hey, Bobby, thank you for joining me today. Hey, Megan, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I am excited too. We are getting closer and closer to the Become Influential Virtual Summit, which is happening June 8th through 12th, completely free, all online. And you are going to be joining us on Wednesday, June 10th to talk about, I know this is going to be a shocker for anyone watching the video, Instagram. (laughs) Instagram. Yes, I was teaching a class today and thought, I'll just leave the background. Looks good. (laughs) I love it. There's going to be no question what your area of expertise (laughs) is. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started with you know, social media and with Instagram as a focus of your business. Yes. So I um, was working as an executive marketing director back when Facebook first launched. So I was working for a nonprofit that actually served abused and neglected kids. And the audience that we could reach were the teenagers, right? That were looking for a place. And at that time, Facebook's audience was really young because it had just rolled out. And I remember so clearly, like, I wanted to get on right away, but I couldn't because I didn't have an EDU address. My daughter did. She had gone to college, so she was telling me about it. When I first got on, it was strictly to stalk her, see what was happening in college. Bad idea. (laughs) I don't (laughs) recommend it. Um, And I was like, oh, goodness. But then all of a sudden, I started hearing from people that I hadn't talked to in 20 and 30 years. And it immediately just started sending off all these triggers of how powerful this platform was going to be and how this reach was going to be like nothing we'd ever experienced before. So I started playing a little bit, just getting used to what the platform had. Back then, there were no business pages. Everyone just had their profile. And I went to um, the executive director in our organization and said, this is the place we need to be. We need to go all in here. This is where these kids are at. This is where we can talk to them. We can, you know, we can promote this. I can set it up like it's, you know, a business page before we knew all the features that would roll out for that. And the response was, yeah, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's going to go away soon. (laughs) So... 
I kind of stuck with it. And um, we did ultimately use it a little bit only because I don't take no for an answer very well. Um, and then I started incorporating it into businesses for friends. We have a family business. We were using Facebook for that. And oh man, I mean, I'm sure you know, like the results back then just blew your mind, you know, compared to where we are today. And it just was so fulfilling and such a great way to reach out to people and start conversations. And then um, I finally made the decision that I was going to take this little side thing I was doing because I was loving it so much. And I was, my youngest daughter was in her senior year at college. She wasn't depending on me anymore. And I thought, well, maybe this is the time to start an agency. And if I fail, nobody suffers but me. And that was an okay answer. Um, You know, as a mom, it's sometimes hard to jump off the cliff when, you know, there's people relying on you. So I did that and I've just never looked back. I started just managing, um, you know, at that time it was primarily managing Facebook and Twitter pages for small local businesses in our area. And then I realized that Facebook was a great place to start the conversation. Social media in general was, but it wasn't always the best place for conversion. So I knew I needed landing pages and websites. Um, And so as I tried to incorporate that in the agency, I ultimately got a business partner and we just kind of went all out. So today we um, have an entire team. We do social media management still. That's the part of the business that I manage. And my partner manages web development, SEO, um, you know, Google ads and that sort of thing. And we just keep going forward, um, offering as much value to our audience as we can to help them while we're serving the customers um, that just don't want to learn how to do it on their own. So it's been, it's been really rewarding and a ton of fun. So it sounds like you're definitely one of those early adopters. Like you see an opportunity and you jump at it like you did with Facebook. I try to. I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook. And, you know, it was so new at the time. Definitely. But I will tell you one thing I've learned is if you're not an early adopter and you wait and you wait and you wait, it's too late. (laughs) You know, like I feel bad for people finally deciding to get on Instagram or to get on Facebook. I'm like, how do you even do that? Right. You know, it's tough. Now with Instagram, there's, I feel like Instagram is its own ecosystem. So (laughs) can you talk a little bit about all of the different ways that you can even be on Instagram? Yeah. And you know, that's one of the things I love about this platform is it's got an opportunity for everybody. So, and if you're smart, you start with the things that feel more comfortable and you can work your way through like this entire flow of content, right? So, I mean, it starts with the content that's just regular posts, pictures and images, and we're all used to that. Pretty much everybody can handle creating something decent in that space at this point. And now they have launched, I mean, stories are absolutely huge. We are seeing more visibility, more engagement on our stories than on our newsfeed content. So we're actually really slacking on that content because it's not performing as well and kind of going a little more all in on stories. Um, Facebook, Instagram live is awesome. And some of the announcements that they've been making that they're going to start rolling out in that live platform are so exciting. I mean, they're talking about simulcasting to Facebook at the same time that you're live in Instagram and doing, you know, and then there's going to be ads in stream for live. And there's just so many opportunities there. Um, And that's one of those places I just feel like if you're not embracing how to do that, you're really missing the boat. Um, Just, you know, the engagement stickers and stories are 
just absolutely huge. I cannot get over. I mean, just this morning, I think they announced like three or four more that are coming, um, including one that they just announced that is going to be um, a DM me sticker. So the DM and Instagram is also really different. Um, I don't know what it is about Instagram, but the audience just seems much friendlier. You know, there's there's just a totally different vibe there. So the conversations that happen in the DM always seem to really immediately translate into a really loyal follower, you know, like someone that really feels like they connected to you. And um, so that's another way that we're really trying to use Instagram and encouraging people to use it more is start those conversations. That's why they call it social. And, you know, if you're not doing that, they're just passive users checking you out and you've got to suck them in. So those are some of the features that I'm really enjoying the most. And then even IGTV, you know, started out so... Not really sure where it was going to go, but they are adding some new features to that too. Like I think they're talking about lives ultimately living in IGTV when they're done. And so all this cool video content is just, I mean, heads up everybody. You got to, you got to embrace it and figure it out and get comfortable, right? Because it's, yeah. it's what the future looks like. So I want to focus on the the feed and then stories because I feel like the, the whole video side of things could be a whole other <laughs> A whole other ball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so focusing on the feed and stories, can you talk a little bit about how you split your, your time there? I know you said you're taking some focus off of the feed. Is it still important to keep it refreshed? And how often are you doing that? Definitely. So, well, um, I, in, in a perfect world where I, where I was doing exactly what I tell everybody else to do, I would be posting like three to five times a week on Instagram. Um, we're probably doing two to three right now. We're just not putting as much energy into that space. Um, but definitely it has to be current. You don't want people coming and not seeing something that's fairly new or it looks old and they may not come back and look again if that's the impression that they get. Um, as far as stories, you can do stories every day and there's so many ways to utilize it, whether it's behind the scenes and, you know, now that we've all moved to home offices, you know, there's all kinds of different things that we're utilizing and setting up to be productive. Um, even sharing the posts that you put up into stories and then adding more value to that content um, to encourage people to go back and read what was, you know, in your original posts. I mean, there's just so many things that you can do. And those, all the features they're giving you just make stories so much fun to watch. So that's a good thing. But I think at the end of the day, the real, I think the real clue to why you need to be doing is all the real estate that Instagram gives a story. So you put up a post, it goes on your profile, it goes in the feed, and it disappears when someone's past it. You put up a story, it's at the top of the feed. It's got the circle around your profile. Then as you scroll through the feed, it shows up again with bigger boxes. There's just so much attention that you can earn, and why wouldn't you want to show up there? Right. And do you always show up as you, a person? Not always. So I really, we try to mix up our media because I think it makes it more interesting if it feels like you're combining things. So um, I feel like a story is a minimum of three segments. So if someone wants to create a story, I expect to go on a journey with somebody. So in even if you did three to five to seven segments, it's more interesting if you can Maybe introduce the subject as yourself talking in a video format, then add a photo. Maybe you talk again, then maybe you add a create button with some engagement stickers and just some text leading people 
into either the next frame or to a call to action. Um, but I think it's just really important that we understand that they call it a story because that's exactly what we want. We want to kind of get into somebody's own life for a minute and see what's going on. Um, so yeah, so I think mixing up the media and, and having a plan for creating a few segments is going to make it more successful. More people will view you, meaning you'll show up more next time around and they'll have no reason to mute you so that you don't show up anymore at all. <laughs> so the story, like when you say an Instagram story, you want multiple of those segments and each segment is a, it's 10 seconds, right? 10 seconds? Yes. Segment. Yeah, yeah, I get I confused yeah, sometimes between all the different I know, platforms. They're all so different. <laughs> yeah. Each segment can be a totally different media. It can, you could share someone else's content as your first segment and then add your thoughts or opinions or whatever to it. I mean, the opportunity is just endless as long as you keep in mind, you know, what your goal is, what you're trying to engage your users to do and create it knowing, you know, here's the flow I want to follow. Here's how I want people to feel. Here's what I want to teach or entertain with. And then ultimately, here's what I want them to do when I'm done. You know, having that call to action. Do I have something in the link in my bio I want you to do? Did I, is there a new blog you should check out? And do I want you to click on the countdown sticker? Cause I was telling you about all the news I'm going to share this afternoon. You know, there's just so many ways to mix that up and make it interesting. And that kind of leads us perfectly into your session, right? Cause this is what you're going to dive into yeah. at the Become yes. Influential Virtual Summit. So can you tell me a little bit about the, your session and, and why we should all be joining you on Wednesday? Yeah. So I, so when we get on to talk about Instagram stories, I really want to put together a formula for everybody that gives them a way to follow kind of a process in their own business with their own voice and their own brand, but just having kind of a roadmap to doing that successfully. What are the things you have to include? What are the opportunities to show up in front of people that don't follow you? Um, so kind of putting that together is one of the things that we definitely want to do. And then highlighting all the new things that Instagram is rolling out in stories because there's so many things, some tied to the pandemic that we're in, you know, some, you know, just helping people to make more money in their business, which I guess is tied to the pandemic too. Everything is right now. So, you know, just rolling out, what are some of those new features that you really need to know about? Um, things that people maybe don't know is, you know, if you use an engagement sticker, how do you actually go back and see what happened with it? How do you use those insights to learn about your audience, refine your content, adjust your strategy, um, you know, and know what you should be doing in the future? So those are some of the things that we're hoping to share. And then even some tools, you know, there's some really cool ways to create unique Instagram stories that might be different than what everybody else is doing. And that's what we want to do is stand out, look creative. It's a creative space. So sharing some of those things as well. So people can put together beautiful stories that captivate their audience and keep them coming back. And I'll tell you, I've attended a couple sessions like through Facebook and Instagram um, when they come, you know, they do the community boost events. I've gone to F8 and I've attended a couple things on stories every time I learn something new. So like for people who are listening or watching right now and they're doubting like whether, you know, maybe they feel comfortable with what they're doing. I promise you there is something new. There is always something new. So I cannot wait for this session because I know I'm personally going to learn a ton from you about this. I focus so much on feeds. Um, so stories are not my area of expertise and I cannot <laughs> wait to see some better ways to leverage them in my business. That's awesome. And you're right. You know, I think one of the things I love about what I do, and you've got to be the same type of person is you go to sleep at night and you wake up and 
and everything could have changed or something new is there. And it's like, you're living in this eternal chaos. And for some reason, I just thrive in that environment because just last night, so this will be kind of a little thing that maybe your, you know, the viewers here haven't seen yet. I'll probably mention this and I'll mention this in uh, my segment too, but I was going to bed, looking through things, doing a little audit, which I try to do frequently, and found a new feature that I had no idea existed in Instagram. They didn't give me a warning. I just found it in the settings. So you know about the new gift cards that Facebook has launched for businesses to try to generate revenue now, cashed in later. And Instagram actually has a new action button for those gift cards right on your profile. So people, it doesn't go in your feed. It doesn't go in your story. It's right there to tap into, buy that card and, you know, gift it to somebody and you're generating some revenue. So it does change fast. And if you really don't have a strategy for how do I figure this all out or who do I follow to figure it all out all the time? um, Yeah, you really need to find someone because man, it's a constantly shifting environment we're in. And a very similar story for me along those same lines. Um, I think you know, most people know I used to work at Facebook and I can't tell you, Facebook is awful with communicating (laughs) updates, even internally. There would be so many times where I would be on the phone on on a call like this, you know, we didn't use Zoom, but very similar, like this with a client and the client would share their screen and I'd be like, oh, that's new. And (laughs) you'd have to figure things out. And it is real life. This stuff happens all the time. And you're right. It's like a scavenger hunt to try to find the new, you know, Easter eggs. And <laughs> That's so funny. And thank you for saying that because I swear every time I teach, you know, as an educator, I, I, teach, a col- I teach a college and then I do a lot of teaching in our platforms. And I, I feel like that Facebook family of apps is their whole goal is to make me look stupid. Cause I'll be like, Oh, you go right here. Where did that go? Where did they move that? Why isn't that here? Yeah. Just happens all the time. And then they roll out everything at different times. So like your feed might look totally different from my feed. And I swear, I always get the updates last. Like they do it on purpose. I know. Why is that? I'm like, wait a minute. We should be getting these first. (laughs) Oh, life. (laughs) I know. I know. But you know, it's a lot of fun. And you know what? It keeps us on our toes and keeps us trying to figure out how to be better marketers and how to get more attention. So I guess if it was stagnant all the time, our businesses might be too. Yeah. All right. Well, I am so excited, like I said, for your session. Everybody should make sure that they go and register. The summit is free. It is happening June 8th through 12th. And Bobby will be speaking on Wednesday, June 10th, all about Instagram stories. So make sure you tune in. Thank you so much, Bobby, for taking time out of your schedule. Thanks, Meg. This was great. And I can't wait to the summit. And I can't wait to meet all of you. So we'll see you there. We're all busy. I get that. Believe me. But before you do anything else, hop over to becomeinfluential.com and grab your free ticket to the Become Influential Virtual Summit. It's happening June 8th through 12th, and you definitely don't want to miss it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.